You are now listening to The Sooner Surge with Brody. Freaking concrete feet! Jason. Four years! Jackson. What the heck is going on in Norman, Oklahoma? Jeremy. What on earth are we doing? And Traver. Why can't we teach your corners how to look for the ball? Welcome back to the Sooner Surge podcast. We have everyone in here today, um, and this is the night before OU will take on ranked Kansas um, in what is seeming to be a must-win game for OU. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's a must-win game, but guys um... – how are we feeling about the game? We nervous? We what? Are we nervous? I'm not really nervous. The only thing I'm concerned about is Dylan Gabriel getting hurt again. If he gets hurt again, then we're, then we're in a bad place. Is he even going to play? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because I think he, he said playing. he was going to play Tuesday. Right, but – he went through all warm-ups last week, and it's been – I've heard nothing since Wednesday. It's a little weird. but Well, you oh. texted me yesterday and said he wasn't playing. That's because on the – I had heard people talking about they got to open the offense up more for Davis Belleville because he played in the Peach Bowl and that, you know, the guy can do some things. So, when I heard that, I thought they were saying that he was going to start, but they just didn't say if Gabriel was playing or not. Kerry mm. K- Murdoch said this morning on on – Sports animal that he's pretty sure Gable is playing. Yeah, so that's good. That's well, good. I mean, yeah, everything I've seen and heard, it sounds like they plan on for Gabriel to play. Yeah, I think to. he has to play. We're gonna hear if he doesn't play. Yeah. I mean, but do y'all want to know the thing I'm most concerned about? What? Is there, there one, their QB Conus last year, and two, he can run. It's another running QB. Billy Bean? J- yep. He's not much Billy of a Bean. runner, though. He's more of a Jason thrower. Bean. That's his real name. Jason Bourne? Jason Bean. Hey, well, he may just get a bunch of deep balls on us. Yeah. Well, that's my concern. My- we'll talk about that later, but that's really my concern. Yeah. The deep balls, the secondary. Yeah, I I don't know. I am nervous about this game because it it really is a game. It, you just cannot lose to Kansas at home. Like, I yeah, especially I after three losses. You, but you got to admit this as a Sooner fan, never been in this position before, and it's almost no. like there are there morning nerves. I mean, we've lost. What well, do you have to lose? Like, I mean, if we're undefeated, I'd be more nervous if we were undefeated. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's well like, yeah, there's uh, no – for sure going to be more nervous if you're undefeated. But imagine well, losing at Kansas at home. Yeah, I know. But it's just like Jason and Jeremy, you guys remember the John Blake era, right? No, oh, I yeah. forgot it. I forgot that crap. Is that I remember anything it. as bad as this? It's comparable to this. No, it was, it was worse than this. Here's well, the bad thing. In what Here's way the... was it worse than this? I don't even think Blake lost three straight, did he? John, they didn't know what they were doing, Jeremy. You remember this. And Do we? The, the, listen, the reason no, no. this is 
the reason what, you're going to bring worth- up the, you're going to bring up the special teams where we had numbers on the field. Yeah, they had numbers on the sidelines where they had to go stand eleven people so they could get on the field right under right. John Blake. Okay, so what's the difference in that and uh, last week when the guy caught a kickoff on the one yard line out of bounds? Yeah, that was bad. How do you like that's it's? Tell me you would. I mean, at last week where you I was laughing some, just like I was in the Blake era. I was laughing. Here, here's yeah. what's concerning. It's, Laughable. Here's what's concerning. The talent that OU has is better than the Blake era by far. But, and here's another thing, and this is kind of, I don't know if I consider this concerning, alarming, or what. But, guys, this week alone, three guys have switched positions. Yeah, Woody Washington, uh, D. Lawrence. Key Lawrence did switch positions. I hear he's playing corner. He's yeah, same. He's played corner before, though. Multiple people. If, if Key ever. Lawrence plays corner and he's on the field, I might actually do you, just let Jason Bean throw it deep because he's going to get it anyways. If Key first off, do you think Key Lawrence is a pretty good corner? He is yeah, not fast. He was, yes, he is. He's fast enough. He's big and physical. Here, oh, he's, here, he was great when he played corner last year. He moved yeah, to safety. Right. He's gone downhill ever he, since. He, if he they put best him on the, the field, year. if they put him on the field over Gentry Williams or Kenai Walker or even CJ Colden, oh, I agree. I I'm agree sorry. with one of those guys, Gentry Williams, Colden. Okay, yeah, last Can week, I Walker. Whatever. I don't think he's dude. Hey, Gentry Can Williams, I Walker is your best corner on the team. Hey, uh, Jeremy, do you remember in the spring when whenever? People were talking about Kanai Walker being possibly being the best corner on this roster. Right? He's How come he hurt. hasn't played? He, he, he's been hurt. He's been injured. He's been he injured. Yeah, he he's been battling an ankle issue. I he's believe. the true freshman, right? Yeah, red suit. Yeah, or he's a red shirt. What's his size again? Like six three, six two, six three. Hey, I'd love to see him or Gentry Williams. But Key Lawrence is better at the corner than he is the safety. If if you'd say yeah. if you would have just said that Key Lawrence shouldn't play, okay, I'll give you that. But I think he's better at corner than he is safety. Do you yeah. think? Do you think DJ Graham chose to move to receiver, or yeah, they chose did. for him? He chose to move. To receiver. Yeah, I bet he chose. But what's what is the what are the implications of that, guys? There's got to be an underlying thing. Theo Weiss must not be going to play. There has anymore. to be something. Has yeah. to be. Well, the thing is, we. We haven't seen J.J. Hester since, like, week two. He's been hurt. Or I looked yeah. at, you know, okay, but Stoops Brody, your well, article, Brody, well, your two-deep article was right on. Gibson's the guy that needs more ball. Gibson's yeah. the guy that needs He's to play. He's 6'5". Well, that's the, well, that's the thing. Well, J.J. Gibson's dropped, like, four passes. He's okay, I don't threat. care. Jackson. Jackson. Get him in the game. Jackson, did we not hear all offseason and all the yeah, scrimmages? How he we, was did. we did. We did. We did. So, so what's the difference? Like you lost no, three no, games now. No, no, I know. I'm saying I agree he should play, but he's got to be. He's got to be a. He's got to have reliable hands. Yeah. Hey, I, Venables. You know, on his press conference, he talked about this is the start of the finish of the season. We got to finish strong. If they lose this game, they will not make a bowl game. Mark it down. If they lose this game, their season is freaking toast. It's already toast. No, He's but it's the young guys. I think actually, if they win this, they could win seven or eight games. Yeah, Here, cool. do you do you, do you want to know what? 
I think if you win this next Saturday, you have the bye week, right? Mm-hmm. You have all this momentum going into the bye week. You're right. Maybe Brent Venables decides, okay, we can give these guys like three or four days off. We get guys healthy, and they play their best ball of the year again, like they did in the first three games. Well, that's what you can hope for. But, but I mean, it's, it's all going to start with not playing these dumb guys on the field like Iguagu and Broyles. They better not. They're going to start. Oh, guys, Broyles is not sitting out. You heard Brent Venables this week. He basically yeah. did a I'm a man on 40 speech defending uh, Broyles. What, what do you want him hey, to do? Okay. Jeremy, what do well, you want him to do? Bash his player? No, he shouldn't bash his player. Yeah. I wanted someone. Everything he said was he's a great guy. Just a team. No one said he wasn't. But Jeremy, he didn't answer the question. Jeremy, why is he the, playing football? Jeremy, they don't he ask can be those a coach. questions. He can be a GA. He can do. He should not be on the field. He, I get it. He's a good guy. I like him. Whatever. He cares about the team. He helps some of the guys stay. Whatever. Good job, Adam boy. Get you a pin. But you're not going to be on the field when you got six three guys behind you. No, no, you're not. You're right. And the thing is, he played so good last year at that he didn't nickelback spot. So he good. played so good at nickel. He hasn't played. He how did he play so back. good? Yeah, how did he play so good? Last year in the second half of the year, he played his best football of his career by far, which is is average. Hey, and best guys, football of his career hey. is average. So hey. what? All the defensive backs in the room right now, outside of Billy Bowman, are average. I Billy Bowman's the the only guy out there that's proven anything. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm a Jaylen player's Davis guy. Is horrible. Hey, I'm a player's guy. I'm all for the players, and I'm not going to – you won't hear yeah. me – you won't hear me just like – just, I mean, booing them when they're playing. But here's no, the deal. Yeah, I'm not but, like that either. But here's the deal, guys. They're getting paid. They're, they're almost professionals now. Like, at some point, they're going to be treated like that because they're getting paid. So – I mean, I hear all the people talking. Yeah, and it's legit. I mean, if they're not going to make plays, there's got to be somebody else going to step in there. I mean, did we not have the Justin Broyles discussion four years ago against LSU and Joe Burrow? That was two years ago. Joe, that was not two years ago. Maybe three. It wasn't four. That was Jalen Hurts here. I promise you, Broyles wasn't playing as a true freshman. Yeah, that was like three years ago. Okay, it was a he was a sophomore then. No, he wasn't. Junior. He's he, he could have been, been here for like my whole life. Seven he got guys, the COVID guys. year. He got the COVID year. Guys, no one could guard those wide receivers in the country. Yeah, but people are doing it as freaking atrocious. As I understand he was. that, but but okay, let, he's let, in the right about, spot. He's just a yeah. midget. Well, what does you yeah. want? Well, let, let's let's preview this game for a second tomorrow. And I've watched some of Kansas this year, albeit with with Daniels, not with Bean. I just watched a little bit of the game last week. Uh, obviously, he can run a little bit, but it's his, it, his arm is going to give OU trouble, I think. And the big question of the game, I think, is what you're going to see is, are you going to see a three-man front or a four-man front from OU? Four-man. Four-man. They're, they're more of a running team. We've been horrible against the run. Our the last three games with averaged run team. atrocious. Teams have averaged 300 yards on us. That's one thing I was going to bring up when, uh, about who's going to have to play well tomorrow. But we got to play a four-man line. There's no question. Yeah, 
Devin Neal and Daniel Highshaw are two very solid running backs, and they run in a good amount. Like, yeah, but Jeremy, you're saying playing a four man front. Why? Why? Why is that for the run? For everything, but we should be in a four man front the rest of the year. Why? You tell me why. What? The alternative is what we've been doing, which is three men on down linemen. On the front, getting manhandled by five or six guys. K State four man. K State was a four man. Do you know why K State was a four man? Why? Because they don't throw the ball very well, and, they and it still didn't over. work. And they ran all over the four man. I thought Brent Venables was bringing pressure. I thought Brent Venables was going to bring more pressure than anything. We haven't done that. Hey, hold on. I've seen a lot of times where David Aguigbu exactly and, and, and other guys have came on disguise blitzes and they have not executed. They've stopped oh, in their oh, tracks yeah. by, by the linemen and been Bench them. It's hey, not a difficult have you, thing. Have you ever seen a team so slow on their blitzes? Like they're late every freaking time. And that's – I'm sorry. People are complaining about, oh, oh Ted Roof, you got to get the play in faster. Igwebu's got to call it faster, guys. I think yeah. a lot of the problem on defense right now lays with number two. My opinion. He needs to stop freezing when he has a chance to make a play and run at him. We He'll need get to get Kanakin more, too. I agree. He's not going to mm-hmm. stop. Yeah, well, no. Guys, Kanak's got to play. I'd rather watch Jaron Kanak fail than David Igwebu. I don't understand why Kanak had the best game of his, of his career – and he has a career against Nebraska first. when White gets ejected and hasn't seen the field since. That doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. There's a lot that doesn't make sense in Norman, Oklahoma. There's no way that Danny Sutton can call his defense any worse than David Aguibu. He, he was competing for the position in the spring. Exactly. Let, let, me, let me go back to something you said, Jeremy, and I, I kind of need a, a better answer from you on this. And I, It's just kind of frustrating. I've heard a lot of people talking about this. They got to get out of this three-man front, you know. And it, but th- that's the defense Venables is implementing, guys, and he's not going to change it. So you're saying ride the four-man. So you're saying not develop this young talent in the three-man for the whole year. I, I definitely wouldn't, because these guys. Are... But you yeah. can play some of the young guys. That's what and... you have to do. Mm-hmm. Why? I, I'm sorry. In this day and age of the of college football. The three down lineman is is the is the one that's pretty much taken over football. Yeah. I Whether guess. or not, oh, guys, the body part of the deal, no. and this is the deal about with three man line guys. If you don't know about the three man line, the the will linebacker who's playing will linebacker for OU. Danny stuff. Danny. Danny. And then the other linebackers are Guaybu. Yeah. Mike. Well. The reason there's the reason we should be in a four three because a four three forces you, it, it chases people to the wheel linebacker. Right now, three Ogwebu's having to make too many plays, and, he and he's not make... making any plays. Exactly. No, hey, do you want a three a three man line right. forces the linebackers to make the play more? Yeah, why, why yeah. it goes in the exactly. box a lot of times? Yeah, I, I agree. But when I say a four man line, I don't mean we got four guys. Two guys standing on the line and two guys. I want four down linemen. Two of them are in rushers and two in the middle stop in the middle. And then you got your backers. It's a basic defense. 
The, yeah. Two of our two of our three down linemen right now are end rushers. Ethan Downs is one. He's not he's not gonna sit there and try to stuff up the run. That's not what he does. He gets penetration up the end. Yeah. Ethan <coughs> Downs has not played good this year. Like we he hasn't. Got. He's not he's playing the right sophomore. position. True sophomore, and he didn't play much last year. Yeah, a lot of y'all y'all are talking about guys that, that have only been playing a year. Yeah, totally no, 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 defense. no. I mean, yeah, no. does Downs even have a sack this year? No. Listen, it, it's what, surprising. What needs to happen is I agree. You got to go to the four man front against this team. You, yeah, Isaiah Cole, Isaiah Cole, Jalen Redman in the middle, because those yes. are, I, I believe, your best two guys. Ethan Downs on the end because he he can get pressure. And Armin, and Armin, Armin Thomas. Thomas, he's your fastest guy out there. He's on the other end. I agree. <laughs> Grimes. Grimes is too – he needs to be in the middle. He's not Grimes, – Grimes, No, Grimes can – he can come in on third down pass plays. Mm-hmm. But, hey, the thing is, a 3-4 defense, the reason Venables loves 3-4, he'll tell you this, it's way more flexible against the pass, and it allows you to get to the edge play if they're going to run outside. Teams are running up the middle on us. They're not running outside. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, we don't have a true nose tackle. That's the point. Right, so if you don't have the guys, if you don't have it, you can't play it. it, It's like like Jeffrey Johnson was almost supposed to be that spot this year, but he just hasn't played as good as I thought he was going to have to. Yeah, Yeah, what's happened to Jalen Redmond? He hasn't been bad, but then again, like he's being blocked by two guys. I was just saying, guys, when you're in a three- double teamed (laughs) the most out of anyone by far. Everyone has at least five down line, uh, five-o linemen, guys. We have three guys. Five yeah, but you're, Jeremy, you're sitting there talking like like you're a defensive coordinator or something. Have you ever coached defense? Besides no, flag no, football, I'm a, I'm a high school English teacher, bro. Flag so football. I've never coached this defense. Isn't, Jason. This isn't flag football. Do you do that on the side when you're stocking your stores? No, do I, I don't do coach defense. I'm telling my opinion. And five against three, the odds are against you. Well, yeah, and, if you watch then, any, if you watch well, the football games at all. The teams we've been going in the three down linemen against are teams that the quarterback throws it within two seconds. If you put a fourth down lineman on there, you're you're not going to get a rush anyway. Yeah, and then also like another thing, it's is, called batted balls, bro. Well, whenever you have this four down lineman, instead of one guy playing one on one, you have three guys playing one on one. Yeah, someone's going to get there or get their hands up if there's three guys in the middle. You're not going to get any balls batted down. Well, I like All the, the passing lanes are wide open. I like the three man if you're bringing pressure. That's what I like. Yeah, I agree. I do too. And I like the three man if Tommy Harris and Gerald McCorm are my guys down there. If I'm running, if I'm running three man, Canucks blitzing about every other play, and I'm putting him in there to blitz. He runs a four four. <laughs> Who would you rather have, Isaiah Coe or Tommy Harris? Come on, there's a little bit different there. Well, I know, and that's, that's part of the problem right now. To compare them, dude. So, so if Isaiah Coe is not even going to be the guy next year, who cares if we play three or four man down linemen? That's the defense we're playing. You got to teach the guys the defense. That's why you play the younger guys like Armis yeah. and Thomas. Who are you going to take? What do you do, Coe or Neville Gallimore? Hey, what do you do in cross country? Do you train oh. a certain way every year? Uh, your program? We're not, we're talking about conditioning now. Or are we talking about strategy? I'm talking about strategy of of uh, cross country. 
I don't know why we're comparing that to football, but strategy is I go with what I got that year. That's called adjusting to what you got. That's what everyone does, Jay. Watch basketball. They do the same thing. No, you put a program in place and you put your culture in there. Nick Saban's not changing. He's not adapting. He doesn't have to. He's got any player he wants. And that's what we're getting. We're top five, three class right now. Exactly. Yeah. Keyword, we are getting. That's future tense there, bro. We don't well, have them now. Well, Lincoln left the cupboard bare with a lot of softies. Exactly. Thank you. So don't mm-hmm. play three-man down lineman when you when you got little kids down there. Mm-hmm. Well, at, Jay, do you want to win? Do you want to win tomorrow, or do you want to just put the program in place? What would you rather do? <laughs> win. Oh, th- then you can't do what you're doing. Well, did four down lineman didn't work against K State? Define insanity for me right now. What? Give me the definition of insanity, the one that everybody knows. Insanity? Yeah. All right, let me look look it up real quick right here. You don't have to look it up because you know it. Everyone always says it. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Actually, what I I got when I looked it up is the state of being seriously mentally ill or madness. Which is caused from doing the same thing over and over again, expecting just like results. under the previous staff, they're mentally insanity. ill from Alex in- Grinch. Insanity has nothing to do with the thing. Alex Grinch's defense again. is number twelve. Country. I've got I've got five definitions here. None of them said what you just told me. Okay, if you got Google in front of you, type. What is in. this? The definition type. from germ? Hey, no, t- type. It's a quote. Type is in. Is this the germinary? Type in. Type in doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, and tell me what it says. Okay, See who patented that. Someone because that sounds like repetition. It. Here it is right here. Expecting a different result. Let's see. Insanity is doing that. That's a oh, quote. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. quote. Okay, read it. Do you, do you even know who quoted it? No, I don't care who quoted it. Oh, my it. gosh. Albert Einstein. He's a genius. <laughs> You're you're telling me Albert Einstein can't quote something like that? That's I didn't say that. I'm just saying you said that's the definition of an insanity. Okay, answer that's- this. Answer this. Has this has this kind of been what Brent Venables has done lately? The same thing and over and over. And before you answer, or Jackson or Brody or Trevor, anyone, you can't tell me Davis Beville over and over again and doing the same thing. And we did we honestly think something else was going to happen? First no, off. we didn't. We we insanity. That's what we were last week, guys. Yeah, and we do the same thing on defense with your three and four man crap. If we oh. try three guys out there expecting, well, maybe they'll get pressure now by themselves. Maybe they'll do it. They're not gonna. We're insane. Hey. We are insane for thinking it. I I completely agree because in this def- in this quote it says doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That is exactly why players like Justin Broyles and David Aguebu can't play. They've been doing it for four years, and they haven't been good at it. Exactly. It doesn't matter who's in there. Justin Broyles, you if you expect – do you ever expect Justin Broyles to make a play? If you do, you're insane. Yeah, but who has made a play? A play. Probably singular one. I mean, we – there's, like the there's only two guys I've seen significant differences this year from that were here last year that played quite a bit. Who? Billy Bowman and Deshaun White. 
Stutzman's had flashes. Well, Stutzman's well, had Stutz, flashes. Stutz, Bo- Stutz, Bowman's Stutz, the one. Stutzman Bowman's way better. Perfect reason. Perfect. Why is Bowman better this year? I'll tell you why. Coach development. Nope. We can say that, and that's part of it. Position. He's in the right position this year. We we moved him over to a different position. We, we played him at corner. Hey, I would do say, what? That's coach. We, we played him at corner last Nickel. week. Right. Johnston. Nick. Now he's hey, but they moved him in position. And he's better. That's what you got to do. That's called yeah. change. That, that that would be the opposite of doing the same thing. That's that why would be, that would and, be the opposite of insanity. And you that's know what? Why, that's what Venables realized this week, guys. That's he why had to make some changes. He had to make some changes. They're calling for his head. He's insane. Well, so he's well, changing. Let, let me ask you this. You heard him at Monday night on his coaches show talk about basically if you're not on the boat to get, or you're not on this ship, you need to get off it. I I really think there's some players on that team that have been on the team the last three years that are not fully in. And right, I agree. Who's the guy that went that didn't sing the alma mater? Who is it? There's there's a few of them probably that didn't sing the alma mater and got pulled back out there. Now I like that about Venables. I like that he's sticking to his guns on that kind of stuff. But yeah, what what you, what you can't do is say, well, you know, we're gonna play Broyles because I mean the guy you, you ought to hear him singing the alma mater. I mean, he knows it by heart. I don't care about that. Now, every player should be out there, you know, singing it or lipping it or at least looking like they're doing it instead of going to the locker room. But you can't play guys just because they do that. No. Yeah. That's why he's playing Royals. That's but, why he's playing them. But the thing is, <laughs> why Brent Venables plays Justin Royals is because he trusts him, because he's seen him practice that he knows the defense. Better than a lot yeah. of people. I've which seen him play. Trust, look like he knows well, it. Which uh, I know. And whenever it seems like no one knows it when they go out there on the field, it's not just him. Well, but obviously, got- I'm saying he's he's been the guy that stands out because he's been been the guy that's like obviously gotten the most shame over the last couple of years from the fan base. But really, if you go back and watch film, I bet there's guys doing things worse than him at points that we don't even notice. Well, that's there, what I'm it sure be. there is. That's what I was going to ask you, Jackson. Let me ask you this, Jackson, just point blank. I'm asking you only. First, who else are you going to play? Guys, wait. No, who else are you going to exactly. play? Exactly. No one. He can't wait. play anyone. Jeremy, you let know me, anybody it, better? Let me, let me, except, except Robert Spears. James. Yep, yep. Okay, guys, you have a 5'11 redshirt fifth year. Um, What's happened to Jordan Mukes? How come he well, doesn't get any run? Well, guys, what are you taking? A 5'11 redshirt uh, senior or a six-one freshman? Six-one freshman. I mean, I don't know the answer. That's who that. I'm taking. I'm not playing that. I'm not. You know, I don't, I don't play guys just because I trust. Justin Broyles is five eleven. That's generous. On, on, in heels on a Saturday night. Okay, he's like he's five seven. He's only 5'11". He, he is not 5'7". Jeremy, you went to the walk a few weeks ago. He's probably towering over you. I didn't see him. He didn't even know You're where to five, go. He was probably on the field with his beats on. He didn't know what – you know what, though? He probably he was probably reading the playbook. He knows the position. Good job. Play him. Because <laughs> someone who was 6'3 was walking by me. That's the guy that should be in the game. No, it's not off. It's not all off your size. I'll go eye test. And when you have three losses, it is eye test, eye test, eye test, eye test. 
Broyles just knows the position so well that that busted play against TCU, I mean, that was just oh, so – he yeah. just showed his experience right there. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, he wasn't the only guy that busted a coverage. No. Not at all. So, so at all. If someone hasn't look. done anything good through six games. I think oh. Justin Broyles pick six tomorrow, in my opinion. Oh. Can if you he imagine? does a pick – okay. I will personally write him a letter of apology. Hey. Hey, no, no. All right, Jeremy. If if Justin Broyles g- gets a pick six, you have to like do like you have to go on Twitter and praise Justin Broyles for a whole yeah. week straight. Jeremy, you got to record on our net, on our post game pod. You got to like have like a whole five minute segment, just like and uh, you got to sing the alma mater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll sing the alma mater all day long. There's zero chance Justin wearing a, Broyles, wearing a Broyles pick six tomorrow. Broyles yeah, jersey. No, Zero. no, you have to buy Justin Broyles jersey. Oh, yeah, NIL deal. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have to order one. I, I'll buy a jersey of Justin Broyles gladly. Hey, if he gets a pick six, I want a five-minute apology. The only way he gets right a pick six is if Davis Beville wears a Jayhawk jersey hey, bar and throws hey, the ball. Hey, his hey, name is not hey. Beville. I can call Davis Beville whatever I want. It's not Beville. It's Be- Beville. Oh, it's Beville? Okay. No, it's Beville. It's Bevel. Bevel. Hey. It's garbage, man. You even know this, okay? I have had Justin Burrell's support for a long time. You've had his support or you've had your support? (laughs) Yes. Justin Justin said in his postgame that he loves Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, I heard him last week. Justin Burrell's like, man, that Jackson McAvoy is a great guy. Support him. Dude, sooner surge, man. They, They... you're really taking after me, caring for me. Appreciate the Sooner Surge taking up for Broyles. Dude, but do you want to know what? Okay, I have the um, – because he's a great guy, great team leader. But, like, he's, he's not, not good enough to out there be starting on our team. Well, I'll put it this way, but Jackson. That's a I, good transition. It's a good transition. I listened yeah. to the, the Sooner Scoop pod, the unofficial 40. Oh, I, and, that's and Eddie, Eddie Radosevich, what did he say? What does this team need? They need football players. They don't have football yeah. players. 6'3", mm-hmm. test guy may be a football player. Um, what? Just how big of a game is this? This, this. Let's talk about that, how big of a game this actually is for OU. Biggest game of the year. Oh, yeah, it's the biggest game of the year. When is the last time that we've lost three straight games? Well, that's what we said last week, too. But, guys, just think about this. Until we if, find out Gabriel wasn't playing. If you – they already have they already have everyone telling them they suck, which is rightfully so. But if you lose this week, you have a bye week of more people telling you you suck. Then you have um, a whole another week of more people telling you mark suck. it down, Trey Traber. Mark this down. If they lose this week, I promise you, over the bye week, there will be guys leave. Oh, that that is a great point that I have because if we lose this game, it's going to hurt our recruiting badly. Well, I don't know about recruiting. I think it's the guys. No, the right no recruiting. The re- the recruiting is going to be fine. That's nothing to be worried about. The I recruiting the is not anything to be worried about. Hey, speaking of the re- recruiting class that's coming in, realistically, at least five of those guys could start or contribute heavily next year. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, but you got guys like Agwebu sure. will be back. Oh, Agwebu! Oh my up. gosh! Yeah, and he won't play. He's using up every eligibility he has, dude. Trying. 
But it, this is just. Hey, do you want to know what? There are going to be some guys that are going to be kicked kicked out and forced to transfer next year. I agree. And th- back to the original question, this is such a huge game because losing to Kansas at home, coming off three straight losses, making your fourth loss, a losing record. Is this game even on TV? Yeah. I it's hope. I hope. I don't know if it is. I think ABC. No, no, yeah, it's on ABC. Well, Kansas is ranked. Yeah, do we got Beth Moen announcing? Oh, I bet we got Beth Moen. <laughs> Guys, let's not say anything. It has to be edited out. No, I'm just saying, I bet we, yeah. <laughs> no, we are on, we're not even on TV, guys. I actually love Beth Moen. Yes, we are. No, it's a, it, no. Look, she's an awesome uh, softball now. Unless it's on ESPN, it could be on ESPN Doyce. It could be plus. It's ESPN two. Okay. Yeah, it's it's ESPN two. Who are the? If it's RG three again, I might puke. No, he's he's awful, dude. I've never seen anyone try to revitalize their football career by doing what he does. It's ridiculous, though. He's pretty good. Yeah, he is. He's, he's horrible. He's actually one of the better. I think he's going to be big time. Yeah, he's big one of the best time. ones. Yeah, I think he's going to be big time. What? Hey, he could point out what Dylan Gabriel was doing wrong on the broadcast as a quarterback. Oh, no other commentator can do that. Guess who's, who's announcing tomorrow? Half the time. Who's Jeremy, announcing guess, it? guess who's announcing, guys? <laughs> Who? Who? I'll tell you the. I'll tell you the play-by-play. You got to guess the color. Play by play is Dave Fleming. <laughs> what is that? Jeremy, you Jeremy, you know this other guy, and you're gonna be uh, if it's Rod Gilmore, I'm done. <laughs> it's Rod Gilmore. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Hold on, who's Rod Gilmore? Yeah. Rod You'll Gilmore know him when you hear him. He's annoying. <laughs> he, <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my gosh. Oh, he he acts like he knows everything. Oh, he's unbelievable. Oh, I know this guy. I think yeah, I feel bad for him. I think, had, I think he just had cancer recently. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, well, I don't know why they're <laughs> like it. Did hey, he, well, who's got to play well tomorrow? Okay. Two guys. Me, that's not even Give funny, me bro. Two guys. Danny Stutzman breakout game. No, I said I, it in the Thursday things. Here's my guys. Okay, Everybody say two guys. Well, okay. Let me explain. We've already covered some of this, but on offense, there's no question. Justin Royals, Davis Bevel, and Mims and Farouk. Okay, those three guys. I'd love to see. All right, I won't go into detail about Marcus Major. The guy needs the ball more, but I'm not going to go into detail. I'm shocked it. you picked Marcus Major. I didn't pick him. I said I'm not going to talk about it. Uh-oh. I'm just, you know, I know I'm done with it. He's not going to get the ball. Okay, you got a freaking thoroughbred in the stable. You don't even need the ball. That's another thing. Secondly, defense. No Bowman, we know. And the, really, the defense, it's a secondary and the four-man line. We play a four-man line tomorrow. That's an excellent opportunity. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I'll go next. All right. On offense, I think the guy that has to play the best game is Dylan Gabriel. There's no doubt about it. He's, been the, he's been the guy on offense that's been holding us back. I mean, well, technically, the the the, 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 the offense on the offensive side of the ball, the offensive line played better than what they have the last couple of years. It hasn't been too good. It's been better than it has been last. It's been year. better, yeah, yeah. It's, it has been, been good. I it think has. they should run the ball more myself, but I'm 
they I'm, ran I'm, it they 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 run it over 50% of their plays. Well, yeah. there's no way Gabriel's running. We're not going to do any zone reads. So play two backs back there. What about your defensive guy, Jackson? <sighs> Me, I mean, I see, I don't know. I think I'm I think I'm I'm going to have to say I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to pick the defensive line as a unit. Because okay. yeah. they haven't done anything last couple weeks. They've had zero sacks last three weeks. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, I'll start defensively. I completely agree with you. I really do think our Mason Thomas could have a good game. Um, defensively, we have to get sacks, but I really think Danny Stutzman could have a, a pretty good game. I could just picture him like this type of game where he, he makes some really good plays. And on that first drive against Texas, I mean, I think he made like all three tackles on that first drive. Yeah, he yeah, did. He did. So, mm-hmm. uh, offensively. I would go with uh, Dylan Gabriel's the obvious pick, but you got to find a way to get Marvin Mims the ball. He's the best player on your team. Get him the ball. Trevor, what do you got? Um, on defense, I'll start off with defense. But on defense, I have C.J. Colton. He had a good game last week. I think he can play well. Yeah. But And on offense, I have Braden Willis because mm-hmm. we need to get him the ball more because he's big. All right, I'm going to go offense. This guy, he's got to have a huge game. I mean, he just has to. Jeff Levy. Guys, Jeff freaking uh, Levy has to call a good game. Well, he better since he's better than Riley. He better call a good game. He is. And then defensively, I and, and this is going to take some heat from some of y'all. So just I'm ready for the Broyles. bashing. Just let me talk. <laughs> Justin Broyles. No, I'm ready for wow. the bashing. No. Th- this guy, you're in the David Agwebu. Listen, listen. You're in the most important position on the defense. Oh, he's going to say Deshaun White. Deshaun White. And he's got finished before hey. he start. No. Hey. No. Hey, let let me finish. Let White me finish. Supporter. Let me finish. Finish. Okay. Deshaun White, we've all been saying, yeah, he's been playing pretty good. But let, let me remind you, TCU, drop pick six. Okay. Texas, drop some. I mean, he, guys, that position has to be outstanding. And if you remember, even back to the days with Eric Stryker, it, they, that position is in on, like, every play. He's, he's not – you don't see him around the ball every play. Very rarely. He's always around the ball. He's not making enough plays from that position, in my opinion. If oh. you forget, Eric Stryker did nothing his senior year. What? Stryker, his senior year was awful. Well – you know what Stryker was White amazing when they game. had him on the end rushing. He needs to have a huge game. My point exactly why we need a four man line. Oh. And Jeff Levy, look, I hope Jeff Levy calls an excellent game. He he does do some good things, but it's becoming laughable. I hate to, and I don't mean anything about it because I'm not saying he looks like him, but he's basically the Paul Blart mall cop when we should have sheriffs out there. Huh? Hey, hold on. I don't even get that. What do you, why do we need a sheriff? He, okay. The only questionable game he's called this year was against Texas, and that's because he didn't trust his quarterback. Yeah, I mean, yeah. every other game has been no, guys Jackson, that was yeah. the best game he's called. Jackson, that was one of the best games he's called this year. We did, we did all sorts of different stuff last week. How was it hey, the other game? How, how was that the best Hey, hey. We, we mixed it up opinion, some. K-State was the best game he's called. What was? K-State. I agree, uh, Jackson. There were three overthrown wide open deep targets. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. That hurts, but I just don't he had more imagination last week than any of the games before. I can give a flip about imagination. You do, you do have to have a big 
you do have to have a big imagination when you're down four touchdowns and you're in the wildcat formation. I mean, he knew he was dealt as low hand last week and couldn't do anything about it. He's called a good game every other game. I what, what's there. a low well, hand? A well, bad hand then, or a low hand? Like a low hand? Yeah, he had nothing to play with. It's not hey, called a low hand. It's hey, called a bad hand. Hey, Jeremy, it's either you, a good Jeremy, hand or a bad hand. It's Jeremy, not a high you're the hand one bad. You're you're the one bashing me when you throw out a dumb Paul Blart and Sheriff comment. Why the heck do we need a sheriff? Have you ever seen you? Copland? Will you answer the question? Have you ever Why? seen Copland? <laughs> no. I'm who, is Copland? who is the star of Copland? I don't even know what Copland is. I'll tell is. you who it is. It's the same guy that played Rocky. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Do you want him or do you want Paul Blart? Answer the question, Jay. For defending crime? I, for defending crime, I'd like Sylvester Stallone. But we're Thank talking you. about calling plays. Right, so I want the best of the best calling plays. I don't want Paul Blart or someone who's not as good as the best. And in my opinion, that is the dumbest comparison I've ever seen. If Lincoln Riley is the sheriff, Jeff Lebby's Paul Blart. That's what I'm saying. How's Lincoln Riley the sheriff? He's the number one football offensive genius. No, he's not. Since when? Since when? Ask anyone who knows football. They, They would say that. Have you looked at their last three games? Their averages on offense have dropped way down. Okay, I, I'm saying if you go to game day or anyone say, who's probably the best offensive mind day. in football? Who, who are they going to say? Name well, someone else, up. Jay. Name someone else. He'd be up there, but so would no. Jeff Lebby. Oh, my God. No, they would say Lincoln Riley, Lane Kiffin, Bill Ryan O'Brien, day. and Steve Sarkeesian as their top four. I agree with three of those. I don't agree with Bill O'Brien, but they would say the other three way Ryan before. Ryan Day. Would they say all those before? Would they say all those before Jeff Levy? Just yeah. answer that. Yeah, well, they're okay. all head coaches. They're all sheriffs. <laughs> Golly, get off the sheriff thing, Fansville, dude. Guys, all right. So moving on. Moving on. Let's go ahead and get to our anchor keys to the game. Uh, brought to you by Anchor. Everyone, let's go ahead and get your biggest key to the game for this week. Traber, you go first, Traber. Um, I think our first key is defense. We got to get that together. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Deep thought. Brody, Here's my biggest key to the game. My biggest key to the game tomorrow is, are they going to, when they walk out there, arm in arm, to the south end zone, whatever side, when they walk to the end zone, are the guys that are linked together going to be linked together in their mind and heart, or is it just going to be this facade that has been going on in Norm in the last three weeks? Because that's what it is. It's a facade. God. That all that old stuff looks fine and dandy when you're winning, but when guys aren't bought in, bought in and all in, it's cheesy. That's what it is. And you would admit it, when we were winning games at the beginning, oh, it was so tough when they were walking linked arms. It was great. But when you start losing, what's going to happen? Are guys going to leave shift? And Brent Venable said it this week, I'll show you the door. I'll show you the door. I'll give you you recommendations. I love that about him. But you're going to do, and if that means you don't want to put a suit on, I'll show you the door. Mm Because that's exactly what he's alluding to. When they link arms, when they wear their suits on the walk, are you bought in? Because if they're bought in, there is 
zero chance the Jayhawks win. They can't come to Norman and BOU. How how does that happen? We who has better players? We do. Hey, not 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 very many teams sh- should ever be able to step onto Norman and beat OU. No, you can't unless you're not all in. Unless you're not in it. Yeah, exactly. So well, if they link arms, the more, that's the key to me. All um, in. If they're all well, in, all. For all right, guys. I want you to sound out this word with me, okay? Everyone say fun. Fun. Duh. Duh. Mentals. 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 They have to do that right. They haven't done that right since week three. That's been the thing that's been killing them. They can't do the simple stuff correct. They've been playing football since they were eight years old. Some some of these 10-year-old kids aren't a tackle better than half the guys out there on the freaking field. Yeah. But it's not that they don't it's know ridiculous. How. They're not all in, Jackson. When you're not no, all in. No, I, I kind of disagree, no. bro, uh, Jeremy. No, but it doesn't matter. It's a tackle. They've been doing it their whole life. Dude, these are guys that were all four, five-star recruits out of freaking high school. Who right, they know how to – they didn't forget how to tackle, every dude. Play. Now, obviously, this is a high school. But they, like, they didn't forget how to hour. tackle. They're not all in. Hey. But hey. They haven't tackled in four years. What? Jeremy, there's no way me and you and Jason could step out there and we could tackle any worse than these guys. Not when they're all in. Bro, Jeremy would look like David Quigg. <laughs> Dude, hey, but no. Not when they're all in, though. No, no. Okay. The, I don't understand your obsession with them not being all, all in. Yeah, when, I'm kind of confused, when, too. When so, some of these guys – are really actually trying to work hard to fix this. But there are uh, there are Ooh. other guys like David Igwegbu in an interview. I think it was after the TCU game. He tries to throw the blame on everyone else except him. He guys, thinks he's doing his job right. I, I, I'm just saying, if I got $50,000 to play football at University of Oklahoma, which they're all – every player that steps on that field on scholarship is minimum fifty grand. okay? My mind may not be right. I don't really care if I win or lose. Get fifty grand. These guys, these guys aren't all in. If they were, every tackle would be like their life. And you know, hey, Jeremy, Jeremy. Well, let me, I mean, wait, we. Let me step in for I a mean, minute. hey, look what's happening at at A and M. Yeah, but let me step in for a minute, Jeremy. Th- that's not true. What you're saying about the all in. If they were all in, they would never make a freaking mistake. Wait, what is that comment? I never said they wouldn't make a mistake. That, that's what you just said. You go, if they were all in, they'd make every tackle. And if they do make a mistake, they'd be showing effort. They would show effort. Exactly. No, but listen, l- let me let me give you this little synopsis. It's like these players have been there four years, okay? And they're like been little toddlers. And they've been kind of cuddled a little bit. And, hey, it's okay if you're not making this tackle. No big deal. Been cuddled. And then you have Brent wait, coming in with this culture wait, of being hardcore. Wait, wait, wait. hardcore, structured. Hey, that's actually they're, a great thing. Puppy, right? But your your analogy on the last pod, where when they go to the NFL and all of a sudden they're where they been? But they were just getting babied all the time. Hey, it's okay. And all of a sudden, no, you didn't like even that. let me finish. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, Jeremy's talking about guys being bought in. Well, here's what I'm proposing to you: is if guys are not bought in. It's because they've been soft for the last three years. It's not because they're soft. It's because they've lost – they think it's cheesy and they're not all in it. 
Okay. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. So you're telling me. It's the culture we live in, dude. But, okay, you you teach this culture, and let me ask you this. Yeah. Can can I finish? Finish. If you – if when you took over – you took over high school cross country this year, correct? Track? No. Is that next year? High school track. Okay, high school track. Coming up in the spring, yeah. So what's the number one – if you implemented something as your your culture, what would it be? Buy-in. Okay. Buy into it. Okay. So if you had a kid not buying in, what's the reason why? Because it's cheesy? Yeah, partly they would say, this is stupid. I don't want to do this stuff. And you're saying that's okay? It's not okay. But I promise you, if a kid wasn't bought in, I still let him go in, and he ran in, in the race that he was in. He just won all in it. So, therefore, he's not going to perform as well because he's yeah. not in it. He yeah, but you're saying, you're saying that – you said earlier, if, if if they're winning, it's great, but if they're losing, it's not. So you're saying if your team started losing, you'd have guys just start, ah, this is stupid. Whoa. No, I'm I'm saying that's the reason they've lost is they haven't all been bought in. And the, and the part that you're not including is that his track athletes are not getting paid $50,000. So at the end of the I, day – Yeah, exactly. If my track if athletes lose, are well, 50 grand to run, hey, they, they might – Hey, hey do you want to know something, guys? What is the phrase we heard all summer from this team? Strain. Schmitty built. Well, Schmitty strain built. Schmitty they're built. not Schmitty built. Bull crop. They're Benny Wiley built. No, well, they yeah, play they out there? Jackson. Resistance bands. Resistance bands. Yeah. Jackson and yoga. Jackson, Jeremy, have y'all ever worked out a good amount of time at all? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Okay. Have you ever worked out for three years in a row? No. Okay. Try working out for three years in a row with resistance brand bands and then going one summer with Schmitty. Okay, it's not going to happen overnight. No, yeah. I know what that's like. Because I I, know you haven't been working three years, Jay. I haven't, but I'm just telling you, it doesn't happen overnight. I know that first. Jay, that has nothing to do with why we're losing games. So what is your number one reason why OU's losing, Jeremy? Well, one is we're playing the wrong guys, partly. Some guys need to be benched. The second reason is they're just not all in like they were. They lost the game and they didn't respond well. All right, Jackson, what about you? What? what is, what's the reasoning? Snowball. Why? Wait, can you say your question again? What's the reasoning why they're not playing good this year? Number one reason. Uh, Because they can't do the simple things right that Brent Venables asked them to do. Hey, so Jackson, do you think they forgot how to do the simple things? Just answer that. Y- yes. But, no, oh, yes. Be they didn't forget how to do them. No, it's because they're – too focused on running the right play. You are right. They're too that, focused. They're that, too focused that, on that themselves and other things instead of buying into a team call. Guys, okay. my reason, I'm I'm just say this, they're playing the wrong guys. That is part of it. I agreed with that. Yeah. I mean, hey, but uh linebacker, you don't have an answer because the room's not deep at all. Well, you move Deshaun White to linebacker and you put Jaron Canick on the field at Cheetah because you mm-hmm. you said it earlier. You said um, you said that the Cheetah position needs to be involved in Deshaun White. He's not all over the field. Jaron Canick will be all over the field. He runs. It doesn't court. matter. They both have to play on the field. Exactly. I don't care which position one's in. You know why they have to play? Because both those guys are bought in. They're all in. So who's not bought in? In your opinion, mm-hmm. who's not? I don't. I don't know the comings and goings in Norman, you, Oklahoma. Wait. 
You should in be able to tell in Oklahoma. Jeremy, I don't know the comings and goings. Wait, you should be able to tell off the way they're playing. Yes, what you told me earlier, you can tell. I, I was getting ready to say who I think is not bought in. Okay, who are they? For one, I would say that David Aguebu is all, all about himself, doesn't care too much. It From the looks of things, it looks like Theo Weiss is on the outside looking in. I don't know what's going on with that guy. Uh, there's plenty of other guys that we can mention that we who? haven't seen much on the field. Oh. That, who? Guys that played before that haven't been out there. James who? Davis. Well, no. Joshua Eaton, uh, all kinds. Justin Harrington, where's he been the last two games? They, I'm assuming he's the one that's not bought in when he was hey, one of the best players three weeks ago. to help Justin Harrington, Harrington pick up the defense at safety before they hey, start him for the fire. Yeah, don't even start with Justin Harrington. That kid's not even on a scholarship. He's walked on. So don't even Jay, start with him. he could start anywhere. He, he came to OU and he walked on, bro. He, he was on our team on scholarship, bruh. Bruh, he's not on scholarship anymore. No, he bruh. left. He was on scholarship and left because they didn't play his butt. Yeah, and he came back anyway. He's bought in. He came back, bought in. I totally agree. And then they played him, and he played pretty doggone well. So how and he, he not bought in? Then. How what? he not bought in? Is he playing, Jay? That, that, that didn't mean anything. I think what it means is Brent Venable said, uh, you ain't playing because you ain't bought in. Well, we there's got a some- culture problem. There's a problem being bought in, and it's it's affected our team as far as how we respond to adversity. And, hey. I think tomorrow- and let, hey. let's go to the hey. next hey. thing. Because hey. I'm going to bring up the uniforms right now because that's one of the things we're going to talk about. That is hold the on. one reason hold they're on. doing hold this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go on to the next thing, Jeremy, do you think Justin Harrington is bought in? I think Justin Harrington was all in and played well. Is he bought in? What? The question was not was he, is he? I think he I think he's lost faith in what's happening because they're not playing. Oh go ahead, Jackson. I know you got some. No, no. I think Justin Harrington was one of the guys who is probably still the most bought in. Because you already know that kid wants to get back on scholarship, and he wants yes. to get on the field. Right, and I think he's lost faith in what's happened because they don't even play him. Why isn't he playing, Jackson? You, you said earlier, you and Jay both said earlier, who are you going to play over Broyles? There's one cat I'd play over him. Justin Arrington has been hurt. He's moved positions like, Three times, I think, they tried him at cheetah, corner, and safety. Would that cause you to lose hope? No. Oh. That, that, that's because they want to find out where he fits best. I tell you where he fits best. Anywhere on the field. That's where he fits best. Somewhere. Not on the sideline. The thing is, why aren't some of our best players even playing? Exactly. Probably because yeah. Venable said you're not bought in. You didn't sing the alma mater, and I get it. Mm-hmm. Wait, who were the guys that didn't sing the alma mater? Did you ever? I don't know. Them? Hey, but but at the same time, I, I'm kind of tired of these fans, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lump Jeremy. I'm gonna have to lump you into this. Um, these people that are talking about three man and four man front, you, you're talking about players. They don't they don't stop they don't stop mm-hmm. uh, learning how to uh, tackle. So does Brent Venables stop learning how to coach? I never said Brent Venables stopped learning how to coach. I said there's a problem 
where they are not bought in. There's there's something going on in Norman. Jackson hey, asked it last uh-huh. week. What's going on in Norman, Oklahoma? That's the one problem, and that's what I'm trying to allude to. That's why we're bringing the uniforms out. We can say they're for Prentice. They're not. This is about unifying our team, in my opinion. No, they were going to do this all year long. All right, well, you got something? Hey, I- hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have two two things to say. One. Jeremy, some of the things you say make you sound like a casual fan. Explain. Okay. okay. Give me an example. Be, hold on. Because on Twitter, all I see is, oh, this three-man front doesn't work. They should run the four-man the four front. Well, they've tried the four-man front, and it hasn't worked at points either. But it has worked more than the three-man. Against Kent State. Against I'm not State. a casual fan. The question, the question earlier was, no, 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 to, no. What do we I have know. to do to I did this not game? Say that you are a, I know, but the question was, what should we do this game? In my opinion, four man front. My opinion, Justin Harrington, while Broyles over there cleaning shoes or whatever he needs to do, helping out with the towels. The guy make a great coach. Coach on the sideline. <laughs> Justin hey. Harrington, or you name – give me another name. Put Gentry back there. Robert Spears Jennings. Hey, guys. Spears Jennings, on, exactly. Before we move on, there's something that we – I mean, we have to talk about this. I mean – We have to. Ted Roof, guys. Oh my gosh. What? Guys, what now about? we know why Ted Roof cannot stay at a certain place for more than two years. Why does Ted Roof guys, every time out. the game's over have to go get a suit on before you talk? Why are we t- okay? I I I totally gotta disagree with this one. If we're gonna Jeff Levy, I can bash, okay? The guy was supposedly all world. Ted Roof, as Denny Green would say, he, he is who he was. He is who we thought he was. <laughs> is this some kind of like rocket science? Oh my guys, I, I Ted Roof, man. Mm. I thought he was gonna be a superstar. No, we knew who he's he was. Not, he's not even calling the defense that's Venables. Come on. We it's knew what we were getting. Why are we talking? Are you really talking about Ted Roof right now? Are we talking about Ted Roof? A podcast? We're going to spend time talking about Ted Roof? Hey, do you know what? Okay. I feel like until until we see someone else try and call this defense, it's not, not fair to judge Ted Roof. Even though I don't think he's a very good coordinator. Listen, what? I think he's nothing is against Ted Roof because no matter what you do, you still have freaking idiots who aren't going to do anything. Guys, the reason I brought him up is I think seriously, I think if if they get torched this game on bye week, he might be the scapegoat. Who? Ted Roof. He might be gone. What? Talk about building a culture. If if they get torched this week and I put fifty on him, you got a bye week coming. Brent Venables may be gone too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That just sounds like a casual fan talking, Jeremy. Well, he's probably the one calling for BV after last well, week. Brent Venables is not going to fire Ted Roof. 
he'd look like an imbecile if he did. Yeah, guys. Um, let's go to the I, new unis. Yeah. Let, let's go to the new unis, and then we'll do score predictions. And then, yeah, because yeah. we need to wrap it up. It's already been an hour. We need to wrap it up soon. We got a couple more things. Not that much, but, yeah. Uh, the new unis. I, I think it's a great idea. I hate new uniforms. I'm a traditionalist, okay? I know Alabama doesn't wear uh, alternates. Penn State, all these. I agree, we shouldn't. But we're not the Oklahoma we were. We've lost three games. You do anything to try to change it up. I think it's they a great were, call. You got they unity. Were new, they wear new unis alternates every year, though. Yeah, and I don't like them. I like this one. Yeah. This you notice we're not bringing really, we're not bringing the really wood helmets where you shed the wood, are we? Brent Venables knows better. Yeah, these are sweet unis. These are and sweet it, unis. Oh. And they're done for a great cause. And, and Jay, yeah. I just keep going back to what you said about the Broyles thing. Uh, look, I promise you, Gentry Williams would get a pick six before Broyles, and it may happen tomorrow. I I would be in on that Gentry Williams. I just had a weird feeling of seeing him in the new unis. Oh, he's going to. Mm, what what yeah. number is he? What? What number is he, Jeremy? He's 24. <laughs> yep. Why? <laughs> Good I, job, Jeremy. Let's see if you can name some other players' positions. Let's go with hey. uh, Robert Spears Jennings. He's number three, but we're not talking about that. So, yeah, I think we all like the Yenies. Yeah. I just can't tell if they're black or gray. They're, in- they're anthracite, dude. Yeah, they're anthracite. So, uh, yeah, we all got pretty much the same opinion on the uniforms. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's go to picks, huh? Yeah, score, well, let's go to our score predictions for this game. Okay. Traber, started off. Traber. Um. I think it'll be close. I think we'll. I think it'll be like. I think it'll be 30, 35, 28. OU. What do you got, Brody? I got a. Uh, I'm in the same boat as Traber. I think it's it's in that similar range. I think it's 30, 35, 31. I'm gonna go forty five twenty four. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, y'all. I don't. I don't know if I if I pick a score without OU's played, I might have to pick Kansas, guys. I mean, can you blame me? No. Like, but you know, just for the sake of this being an OU podcast, I'll take 35-31 OU. Jeremy. Uh, we're gonna score five touchdowns tomorrow. Marcus Major, two of those. We're gonna have 35, but Schmidty's gonna hit about a 50 yarder, so we're gonna be at 38. And I'm going to bold take right now. 38-13, boys. Oh, he just started out hey, with the bold take. Hey, guys, I didn't – well, listen, I didn't uh, tell you – I said 45-24, but I'm taking Kansas. Wow. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you, Jason. I Wait, don't. Jay, I'm, I'm done. Is I'm Dylan, done. Is Dylan oh, Gabriel playing tomorrow, Jay? What? Is Dylan Gabriel – that That's what I don't know, and that's why I'm taking 45-24 Kansas. Well, no, we all assumed he's playing. I, I, I'm not picking 38-13 with Davis Bell. Well, Jeremy, one thing – No, have, I'm not either. Jeremy, one of the things you haven't seen, and we still have to do our bold takes. We'll, we'll do those. We'll, each of us will give one really quick, get done with it. But this man right here, Jason, he uh, – this is not surprising me he's making this this bad of a pick. But he, he did. He was the one to pick Tulsa over Ole Miss. Oregon over Georgia in a 20-point uh, win. South Carolina over Georgia, he picked that one too. 
So he's hey, he always hey, picks upsets it. because then it sounds he sounds like a genius if it happens, but if he loses, it doesn't matter. That's how he's been his whole life. That's <laughs> you always do that. You always have to do that. There's and nothing then when wrong it happens that. one in a million years, like Haley's comet, you're like, told you. <laughs> it's annoying, dude. Right, so you pick Kansas. That's fine. 45 24. That means you're saying Gabriel's going to score three touchdowns I'm, and Burrow's going to run one of our pick six I'm back. I know you. 45 24. All right. Bold hey. take. Last bold take. Bold take. This is not. I'll go to- last on this. This does not have to be OU football related. But here's my bold take. Let's go something about Utah, USC. No. It's going to be no. Tennessee going to rock out. My bold take hey, is. We're pitch that game anyway. My so bold take is that. OU is not the most overrated team in the Big 12 or going into the year. Baylor. Baylor. Dave Aranda. Awful. What happened to that team? They were a one-hit wonder, I think. Guys, three There's losses. There's no way already? they're more overrated than OU was, though. Come on. Three losses already? Three losses. So OU's got hey. three straight. Hey, hey, hey. I'm pretty sure they only lost three guys. Traber, what's your bold take? Uh, I don't think this is very bold, but I think Tennessee – I think I think Utah is going to beat USC. They don't okay. play tomorrow, do they? Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. They play tomorrow. Utah, yeah. USC is tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll I may have to pick my bold take about Caleb Williams dominating. But save that for another day. What's your bold take, Jay or Brody? You know, it's a tough one, but I think Danny Stutzman has a very good best game out of anyone we've seen from the defense tomorrow. That's my bold take. And tomorrow around this time, we'll see if I'm an idiot or if. I got two bold takes. Mm. You're supposed to have one. Okay, you want one then? You want it on OU or do you want it on something else? Tell me. Not OU. Not OU? You choose. Okay, bold take. Cooper Rush leads the Dallas Cowboys over the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday night. Yes, sir. Wait, how can that happen though? Your 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 man crush, Dak Prescott, best quarterback in the history of the Cowboy program, is not playing in, in third <laughs> yep, yep. No, Best quarterback in the history of the program? Oh, you, you think he's the best quarterback to ever walk in Dallas? No, I, that's Troy Aikman, by the way. And you thought the thing, same thing with Romo. Oh. The no, difference you, is I can call it like it is. That's the difference. And I can say, you know what? Someone else is playing good, so you go with him. You ride him. Which is better? why Marcus Major should be getting the ball more than 12 times. Yeah, who, is Cooper Rush who, who is better, Cooper Rush? But Eric Gray is the best running back. Oh, he is not. No, but, hey, not- Dak Prescott is better. I mean, Dak Prescott's a better quarterback, but you go with Cooper Rush because he may be the next Tom Brady. You never know. No, Jay, his man crush is not Dak Prescott. It's Marcus Major. He's ready to see him in the new uniform. Oh, Mark, can you imagine his biceps and the anthracite? Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well. I won't tell mom. See, you know, I have a th- – all right. This is my bold take. This – I think OU tomorrow, their defensive line has over four sacks. Have they even got four sacks in the last three games? No, they've no, gotten zero. That is a bold take. 
I could see yeah. that. That's a bold I, take. I can see Reggie What's, Grimes getting. What picks two. do we have to do? Yeah, Traber, we should have five picks. Let's five go. picks. Here we go. My, Last my five picks, my top five games are number one, My I think it's going to be a really good game. Michigan versus Penn State. And I think I think Michigan's going to win that. But I, Alabama, Tennessee. Tennessee is going to upset Alabama. Yeah, let's start with Michigan, Penn State, and no one moves to that one. I'm with you. Michigan for me. Yeah, yeah, Michigan. Penn State. Nittany <laughs> Lions and the second-best defense in the country up to this point in Penn State. Penn They're going to shut down Blake Corum. They're going to make it tough for J.J. McCarty. And Sean Clifford's going to find find a way for them to win that game. I think it's a close game. I'll go Michigan. What's the next one? You said Bama, Tennessee? Yeah, Bama, Tennessee. I have Tennessee upsetting. Rocky, I got Rocky top two with Josh Heupel. Yep. I mean, that dude's Same. so big, he can carry many people on his shoulders now. I got hey, Rocky top. Also, uh, in my opinion, I don't know if I said this on the podcast or not, but my, my Heisman dark horse was Hendon Hooker for a long time this year. Oh, yeah. He's starting to show people you why got, he's a true baller. I think guys, Tennessee's going to show him up. Guys, I got Bama. Picking against Bama is crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pillsbury Doughboy. Rat dude. poison. Rat poison. I'm gonna go Doughboy. What about what's your next one? Uh, OSU TCU. Ooh, see, this might be the best game of the week. Guys. What game? OSU TCU. Guys, game, I think I think TCU dude, beats them. Yeah, I think TCU is gonna win too. Their passing game is too good. Duggan's playing out of his mind. He's dude, definitely all in. Dude, OSU's corners might might be about as bad as ours. All right, well, I think we – Trevor, where did you go with that one? Uh, I'm going OSU. Last one on here is USC-Utah. We should... I... Yeah, we have two more. Oh. Yeah, I have, I have another one. USC-Utah, what are y'all going on now? I got Utah. I have an upset. I think – I, I can't go against – I can't go against Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams here. It's oh, big time game. Is... Yes. <laughs> Give me the Utes. Yep, give me Utah. I'm taking Utah in the with the most overrated quarterback, USC. I'm taking Utah. Caleb Williams is going to make some Heisman-like Caleb plays tomorrow. Williams is going to have four in this game. What's the last one, Traves? Before you go on, Caleb Williams struggled against Oregon State. Hey, but Jackson, it doesn't matter. He's going to have something on his fingernails that's just going to make him look great. He's going to be all over the media. Yep. He's going to have a lot more, lot less on his fingernails than Davis Bevel has on his face. Put him eye black. Go ahead. The last one. Last one's Clemson, Florida State. Oh, I got Florida State upset in Clemson. Get, yeah. Florida State's lost two games in a in a row. Right. They, they're going to beat Clemson. Mark it down. Mark it down. Florida State. I'm taking Florida State. <laughs> Hey, you can't sing that anymore. <laughs> they do it at their game. <laughs> That's, a new intro. Uh, That's a new intro. <laughs> do you Who do you got, Graves? Uh, I've loved Florida State my whole life. I, Red I like them. Kingdom. But, <laughs> but, but, I, but, I, but I can't pick against Clemson. They're 6-0. Number four. Hey, Jeremy. Yeah. Who's Florida State? Hold coach? on, guys. Hold on. What, Hold tra- on. what Jay? There's also. <laughs> What'd you ask, Jay? Who's Florida State's coach? <laughs> hey, do you want to know? Norvell. Jay, it's 
It's Mike Norville. Right. Oh, okay. He got you, yeah. Jackson, nice go ahead. try, Jay. <laughs> go ahead, Jackson. There might be a better game next week than the Florida State-Clemson game. Mississippi State and Kentucky. Oh, I agree. Will Rogers be a really dude, good game. He's a stud. Will Rogers is a stud, dude. They're gonna light hey, up. I mean, I don't know why why people are talking about what Mike because it's Mike Leach. Yeah. yeah, no one's talking about what he's done over there. He's turned that program around. Yeah. Well, well, around around an hour and five minutes for this one. We'll be probably back around the same time tomorrow night. Hopefully, it's in good spirit, not after a loss. I won't be here if OU loses to Kansas. <laughs> I'll be here. I will. <laughs> I might. Hey. I will. Yep. All be a blowout. You you heard me say at 38-13. These guys are going to go all in with the unity tomorrow. All right, before, hey, before we leave. Uh, what, what was the last time OU lost to Kansas? Should have been last year, but we'll probably go what 1997. Wait, what? Last time OU lost to Kansas. Was it 97? I'm asking y'all. I'm I'm answering. I asked question was it 97? Other people have to answer. In 1997. Yeah, it was. It was 97. Yep, that sounds right. Where was that game at, Norman? Well, uh, Stoops came in '99. This would have been into the Blake era. Hey, hold uh, on, hold from, on, hold on, hold on. Had it been, Jeremy? You think that this team is worse than any of John Blake's teams? Remember that. I didn't say it's worse. It's comparable, dude. That means comparing so, it. I don't think it's anywhere near that. But I, I never got to watch John Blake's team, so I can't say. Thank goodness. So was it 97, and where was it? It was 97. It, it was in Norman, I want to say. It was in Kansas, I believe. Oh. Yeah. I believe. All yeah. right, guys. All right. In real. We'll be back tomorrow night, and some of these things we said are either going to look absolutely terrible or very yep. good. So that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this. Oh, 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 oh. Peace.